Welcome to Life Planning 101, brought to you by Smart Money Group and Kennedy Financial Services in Eastland, Texas. Tune in every week as we share important information to help you and your family live life on purpose. Insurance, investments, legacy and tax planning, and much more. All covered now on Life Planning 101. Here we are with another episode of Black and White Market Minute on Life Planning 101. Matt Irvin and Aaron Kennedy with you today. Hitting you with a short episode today. Talk a little bit about what's going on in the market, what's going on with the Fed, and try to digest some of this. So, Aaron, uh, first and foremost, we always like to know, where are you today? Man, College Station. My son made the seven-on-seven tournament, state tournament. So we're up here playing some pool games today. And the actual tournament starts tomorrow. Had a good start. Uh, We just won against Childress, and they were supposed to be extremely good. Took them in overtime, so hopefully got those boys' confidence up, and it should be a good day. Good, good. Well, we're glad to glad to hear that. Of course, best of luck going into the games tomorrow, and well, you can get a, a good seat, so that's great. So on to the, the other stuff. It's, it's kind of bittersweet at this time. You know, Fed Powell came out and spoke a little bit, and there's been some reaction to that. Aaron, can you digest that for us a little bit? Yeah, Powell didn't change his tone. You know, the market has been going absolutely crazy because he had given some insight into pausing an interest rate hike this, this month, and market was expecting that pause to be permanent. Uh, but he came out and said, no, inflation is still a little bit higher than we want, and we're going to raise interest rates a couple more times by the end of the year. So the market really did not like that. And uh, we finally got some down days. It's been pretty, pretty negative this week. Not bad, not bad at all, but we are seeing a little bit of red. And, uh, you know, this is pretty, pretty normal. This has been the cycle where Sal speaks, the market reacts to the downside for a couple of days, then hopium jumps back in and we're expecting the interest rates to start going back down tomorrow. And then the market starts going back up. So, No real surprise of what's going on. We got a little bit of weakness this week. (laughs) So we're going to see what happens. The Fed, if their job is to slow the economy down, they've done it. You know, they really have. Banks are tightening. Sure doesn't sound like. Say that again? It doesn't sound like they're stopping. They want, they're going to keep on, right? Right. They're going to keep on. They're going to keep on until something breaks. And I'm afraid that's what's going to have to happen. And unfortunately, we're already there. Yeah. So the Fed has already pumped more money into banks this year than they did in 2008. Think about that. We are giving more money out this year than we did during the great financial catastrophe. And, you know, it was a select small number of banks that have really been hurt so far. But if they keep on this path, no, others are going to be right behind them. That's where we're going to start seeing it. And the banks are already, their balance sheet's contracting, so they're not lending as much. They're not lending as much. There's not as, not as much money in the economy, and that's what the slowing is doing. That's what interest rate increases are doing right now. Yeah. And it's really on that short, shorter term credit. You know, we, we talk, people compare a lot to like the housing market, but I think we talked last week, the one third of the house purchases are done in cash right now. So, you know, it's really not 
heavily affecting it. And, and so many more people are building because the inventories are down because people don't yeah. refinance at seven, eight, nine, ten 10%. So, you know, I know a lot of people don't like to hear this, but the younger generation right now did something that almost all other generations did not do. And that is they slowed down the amount of time between getting married, getting their first home, having children, all of that. So the inventory is low. There hasn't been a big drive for a lot of these properties. Mm-hmm. So lower inventory, higher home prices, high interest rates, that's not a good combination for especially new, younger people trying to get into their first home. Well, and I heard something earlier, I think it was earlier this week, that the housing starts were up, you know, huge compared to just moderate gains. I think it was in the 20%. And what they're equating a piece of that to is people want to get out of these apartments that they flocked to because that's all they could afford, right? When everybody lost their job, they, they sold their house, went to an apartment, or maybe they just took advantage of the high prices on real estate, got an apartment. Now they hate it. They need a house, can't get into a house. So they're building one. That's exactly right. And another thing, the big migration out of the cities. Yes, sir. This is getting stronger and stronger. There's no real reason to live in the big cities right now. Not the way our economy's working. We have all this work from home, Zooms, just like we're doing right now. Technology has made us extremely portable. So people are taking advantage of that yeah well and even you know, what, be, you know infrastructure used to be an issue as well right if you didn't have high-speed internet you couldn't work from home well now there's things in place that have eliminated that i mean there's a lot of fiber that's available now but then too you look to the sky there's quite a few satellites supporting internet right now yeah thank you mr elon musk so that's who we need I, to I blame for the- pretty interesting I didn't mean to cut you off there. No, I just, that, that, that's, I guess, who we need to blame for the for the work from home era is Elon Musk, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. But he has been very big and outspoken on his employees. And his basic mu- message was, get your butt off your couch and come back into the office. Yeah, for sure. For sure. He's allowing it globally, but not for his company. You better come to work. Well, and with employment, so if Powell's effort to raise rates is hurting the economy, I mean, it's saying that employment is still pretty strong. But I think what you told me earlier was there were some statistics that were maybe, you know, kind of beneath the headline figures, if you will, showing that really only certain sectors are strong and others are wildly beat up. That's right. That's been the bright spot in our economy is job market and that's been pal's crutch we can't break anything right now because employment's so high well i actually saw some figures this morning barry starlock he's a real estate guy and he was he was on squawk box this morning and he was showing where the employment was the biggest place for job growth right now is healthcare and education that is very resilient it does not matter what interest rates are you know, if my son rolls his ankle, knock on wood, you know, I'm not going to say, man, we can't go to the hospital and get that casted up because interest rates are north of five. <laughs> that doesn't happen. 
That's right. Going to go get that cast regardless. Um, the other big increase is dun, 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 uh, government. And oh. the majority of it's municipalities, you know, but they're hiring. And then interest rates are really not affecting them. You go back and look at industrials, very affected by interest rates. All right. Hemorrhaging jobs. Yeah. Uh, technology companies that need zero interest. Hemorrhaging jobs. You know, the places, the most fruitful areas of employment in our country have been greatly affected. So it's working. And I just don't know why we are so stuck in our ways of what they look at. They can't put the entire picture together. If they can't, this is not going to end good, going to be painful, at least in the short run. Economically, again, I really don't know about the market dropping if we go into a recession, but from an economic standpoint, things are going to get broke. And it all starts with the banks. Yeah, it follows the theme that we've been talking about for so long now that really just, just got to have cash, you know, and we've got it, you know, we've got it sitting on the sideline. And I think we've talked a lot this week about, well, really coming off of, was it last week that was so good we're underperforming some and it doesn't feel very comfortable doing that. But then on, on days and weeks like this week, although very short turnaround time, you feel a whole lot better about your decision. And you talk all the time about kind of pulling your hair out with your need to be patient right now. And um, I think it's just to remind folks that, that we're being patient because there's still so much out there that is, that is going to have to break before this gets better. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of, we are under the market right now, and we haven't done this probably a decade or so where we've been this different in the market. But like you said, quality is not making money right now. Right. Dividend growth is not making money right now. Your name is not NVIDIA or Microsoft. You know, you're probably down right now. It's such a small piece of the market that's really working. So, yeah, doesn't feel good, but hey, the things that we're buying right now are weak. We are picking up fantastic companies on the cheap right now, and that part feels good. Right. And when the market turns and everybody says, man, it's time to go, and they start investing their money and those trillions of dollars start coming back in, everything will go up. The tide will push everything higher. So still a good time to be buying regardless of what the market says there's still some fantastic opportunities out there and that just a, a huge proponent to why to stay you know it's almost like actively patient right Aaron you're, you're you're being active in the portfolios but you're being extremely patient and not quick to to pull triggers unnecessarily so I think that's awesome Aaron we do got to get kind of wrapped up today is there any last minute words for the folks listening in no, everybody hang in there. We are having a good year this year and it feels so much better. Uh, we have come back so much since, you know, basically the last 12 months. June of last year, there's been a nice little market turnaround. Things are looking a lot better when you get your statements. Just got to remember, we are being patient. We are trying to stay safe. And the companies that we're looking at, we want them to be there tomorrow, regardless of what the economy does. Well, so hang with us. We're going to get through this and got a fantastic future in front of us. 
Well, thank you, Aaron, for joining us today, as always. And uh, we appreciate you out there listening. If there's anything that you would like to hear more about or, or want to dive into, questions that you have or, or thoughts about what's going on, we want to talk to you. We want to we want to hear from you. We want to see and, and listen to what you have to say. And and so please reach out to us and uh, we'd sure appreciate the feedback and appreciate each and every one of you. But that wraps up today's episode of Black and White Market Minute on Life Planning 101. Thank you for joining us for Life Planning 101, brought to you by Smart Money Group and Kennedy Financial Services. If you have questions, you can email them to lifeplanning at kennedy-financial.com. Be sure to tune in next week for more Life Planning 101. The opinions expressed herein are those of the firm and are subject to change without notice. The opinions referenced are as of the date of publication and are subject to change due to changes in the market or economic conditions and may not necessarily come to pass. Any opinions, projections, or forward-looking statements expressed herein are solely those of the author, may differ from the views or opinions expressed by other areas of the firm, and are only for general informational purposes as of the date indicated. Securities offered through Calton & Associates Incorporated, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA SIPC, investment advisory services offered through Smart Money Group LLC, Kennedy Financial Services and Smart Money Group LLC are separate entities and are not owned or controlled by Calton & Associates Incorporated.